Hi guys, welcome to the sixth episode of Slice of Crime. I'm Josh and I'm with Bianca. Hi, it's Bianca. So in this episode, we will talk about a serial killer that I found to be really disturbing. What's disturbing about this guy is the fact that he made a series of 911 phone calls after killing his victims. And as we talk about his horrific crimes, we would play the call recordings. And I'm sure just by hearing it, you'll instantly know why he earned the nickname the Weepy Voice Killer. Between the years 1980 to 1982, a serial killer terrorized a small town in Minneapolis in the United States. He has a total of four victims, with the last one leading to his arrest. This guy doesn't really have a consistent way of attacking and killing his victims. And because in most cases of serial killers, they always have a pattern on how they would attack their victims. But this guy, he doesn't really have that consistent pattern in terms of attacking his victims right like let's say we have ted bundy ted bundy yung mo niya or yung way niya of killing his victims is usually raping them and strangling them to death and john wayne gacy naman on the other hand he would sexually assault his victims and he would torture them before strangling them to death as well so that's the mo na usually makikita mo sa serial killers but this guy he doesn't really have that kasi sobrang iba-iba yung way niya of killing his victims but like what i said earlier yung consistent one the only consistent thing about this guy's attack is the fact na every time he would kill someone he would make a phone call a 911 phone call right after it yeah. So maybe that's his MO, Bianca. Yeah, that's his MO. Exactly. That's his MO, which is kind of I don't know, which is kind of different lang if you think about it. Cuz it's not really involved yung pagtawag niya sa 911. It's not really involved with the killing process. Parang he do it na after he kill someone. Yeah. Yeah. So his first recorded attack happened on New Year's Eve in 1980. His first victim uh, her name was Karen Potak. He was a 20-year-old college student who was only walking home after a night of partying with friends. And according to police, she was probably attacked sometime around 1 a.m. She was bludgeoned with a tire iron. And how did the police discover her body? So, hindi agad nila nahanap yung body ni Karen Potak. They discovered her body because of this phone call made to 911 around 3 a.m. Yes, please. This is an emergency. Please send a squad to Pierce Butler Road, Mollenberg Manufacturing Company. Just hurry. She's laid on the ground in the back by the by the railroad tracks by the so as you guys heard that's the voice of our serial killer and you can hear him saying there is a girl hurt here and all other creepy stuff so josh what do you think of this recording that you just heard uh, i think his voice is high-pitched Parang he's starting to sound remorseful of what he's done but he just ended up sounding really creepy yeah i just want to say it's really it's really creeping me out. Yeah, same. Like <laughs> listening the, to the recording. Like the hair mm-hmm. in the back of my neck is starting to stand up while I was listening to the recording. Yeah. Yeah, we kind of had a hard time uh talking about this before recording, right? Because it's super creepy lang talaga yeah. nung call. He's super yeah, anyways, creepy. yeah, like why mm-hmm. Yeah, like what you said, yung voice niya is very high pitched. Sounds like he's trying to he's trying to make himself 
sound like hinaaawa siya doon or na-feel bad siya doon sa victims oh, niya. He's regretting what he's done, pero he's trying so hard na it just sounded really creepy. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know about this guy. Really, really creepy voice recording. So anyways, after receiving this call, police quickly responded to the scene. They found Karen brutally attacked. Um, her skull was intensely smashed. And you can almost see part of her brain already exposed. And fortunately, buti na lang, Karen Potak survived her attack. But of course, it caused life-changing damages both physically and mentally. And she also doesn't have any memory of what happened yeah so what do you think of that specific attack josh i think it's fucked up like why would you try to kill someone with a tire iron i think it's just a brutal way to end someone and like tire iron parang super ano siya super how am i gonna say this super uh different choice super unique choice ng murder weapon yeah pero ano naman eh parang he saw her with her brain exposed, diba? Parang, can't you stop already, like, hitting her head? Or he's probably enjoying it. That's what I think. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, I mean, it, the, the attack was so brutal, pero may maririnig kang phone call where the guy sounds very, I don't know, where the guy is, like, almost crying. Yeah. But it doesn't add up, right? Like, yeah, you have this very, very brutal attack, but at the same time, you have this phone call by the killer Now he sounds like he's crying. He sounds like he's regretting it. Yeah. So, but that's not the only attack made by this really creepy dude. So, the next attack of the BB of the weepy voice killer happened on June 3rd, 1981. This time, he killed an 18-year-old girl named Kimberly Compton. So, medyo sad yung story nito ni Kimberly Compton kasi actually, the night na she was killed, she actually just graduated from high school. Oh, that's and sad. parang... She just moved out. She just moved out sa house ng parents niya to look for a job. And yung when he moved to when she moved to Minneapolis, parang it's her first time being there. She doesn't know anyone there. And it just so happened na nakita siya nitong weepy voice killer. So her body was found by a group of boys walking through the wooded area. And get this, she was stabbed 61 times with an ice pick and strangled with a shoelace. And of course, moments after killing his victim, the weepy voice killer made another disturbing phone call. Finally, I just stabbed somebody with an ice pick. I can't stop myself. I keep killing somebody. So in this recording, you can hear him say, uh, God damn, well, will you find me? I just stabbed somebody with an ice pick. I can't stop myself. I keep killing somebody. So I think that's the most um, notable thing that from this recording. So what do you think of that, Joshua? Parang, he's still trying to sound remorseful. Kasi parang siyang umiiyak, diba? Pero parang minamock niya yung police na, Can't you find me? I just killed someone. Diba? Parang for the second time. And this time, parang he stabbed her 61 times. Yeah, Tapos, 61 times. He wasn't even contented. He even strangled her with a shoelace. Like, that's overkill. Parang he's fucked up. That's what I see. Parang, parang he has this second personality. Like, the first one is a violent one. And the second one feels remorse. Pero not parang mas malaki yung, mas malakas yung side nung violent side niya. 
parang ganun. Yeah. Yeah, but again, like just what I said earlier with the first victim, sobrang brutal no attack. And again, it doesn't add up dun sa phone call na he's making after doing the attack. Right? Yeah. Kasi 61 stab wounds using an ice pick tapos you're gonna call 911 telling them na alam mo yun, telling them na I just have somebody with an ice pick while you sound like you're crying. So again, another that's another creepy voice recording from the whippy voice killer. So, but that's not actually the only phone call made to police in relation to Kimberly's murder because two days after her death, the whippy voice killer made his second phone call to the police. Don't talk, just listen. I'm sorry what I did to Compton. I don't know why I had to stab her. I get locked up, I'll kill myself. I'd rather kill myself to get locked up. I'll try not to kill anybody else. It's like he's really taunting the police. Nah, come on! I already called for the third time. Can't you track me or something to try to solve this murder? Parang ganon. Yeah, according to one FBI profiler, he's uh, she said that. Uh, de ba kasi dun sa phone, dun sa third voice recording, parang she's uh, the killer is taunting the police. Nahulihin yun na ako, stuff like that. Pero parang yung purpose ng call is just to mock the police and not to really not for him to really get caught yeah exactly yeah and this time you can hear him actually saying that he's sorry nga, he's sorry for what he did and he would turn himself in but he didn't yeah hindi niya sabi ko diba kanina Bianca na he probably has two personalities parang one is a really violent parang naglalaban sa isip niya na should I be this violent guy? Should I be a remorseful guy? Parang ganun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And after this murder, after this that uh, those series of phone calls, the killer wouldn't be active for at least a year, which is usual for serial killers. Like, pag serial killer ka, meron talagang face where you don't kill anyone. Uh-uh. So that's normal. But on August 2, 1982, over a year after Kimberly's murder, he strike again, this time killing 40-year-old Barbara Simons, a woman he met at a bar. He killed her with a total of 40 stab wounds. Again, this is overkill, 40 stab wounds. Fortunately, the bartender that night saw Barbara living with a man And she was able to give a description. According to her, the man is a white guy, around 40 years old, 6 feet tall, 185 pounds, with a receding hairline. Also, according to her, before Barbara left the bar, she even told her, he's cute, I hope he's nice, since he's giving me a ride home. I just want to say, he's not cute. If you look at his photos, he's really not cute. Like, I'm not trying to be mean, but he's really not cute. He's definitely not nice. <laughs> yeah, he killed he killed Barbara. Like imagine, but I think uh at this point it's good to it's good to point out yung choice niya ng mga babae. Like wala siyang specific choice if you look at it. Like kung sino lang yung available, kung sino lang yung pwedeng yung patayin, yun yung papatayin niya. Yeah. Right? Kasi 'di ba usually serial killers, they have like a specific uh specific choice for victims yeah parang si Ted Bundy diba parang he has he, he has this thing that he likes older I, I mean younger women young 
pretty women. Yeah, or sometimes may mga killers na gusto blonde lang, may mga killers na gusto Asians lang, stuff like that. But this guy, he doesn't really have a, a preference. Wala siyang preference. Basta babae, and basta meron siyang, alam mo yun, babaeng vulnerable, he would kill them. And I think that's what's most concerning about this kasi anyone can be a victim of this guy. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, again, th- there's another phone call made after they found uh, Barbara Simon's body. So, this is a fourth recording. Fire emergency. Please don't talk to Boyson. I'm sorry. I killed. I killed. I stabbed her 40 times. Kimberly Compton was the first one. Oh, my God. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm sick. I'm going to kill myself, I think. With this information already with the police, kasi nga, di, di ba, they have, they already have the description of the guy na nakita ang kasama ni Barbara before she left the bar. So, they set out to find this man behind these hor- horrible crimes. And not long after, he set out to do on another, another attack which would eventually lead to his arrest. So, his victim's name, this, uh, this is going to be her, his last victim. The name of this girl is Denise Williams. She was 19 years old and she's a sex worker according to Denise's story she got into this guy's car and after giving the money for the service she just gave to the guy he was supposed to drive her back to the place where he picked her up but he didn't and before Denise could do anything I think at this point na notice na ni Denise na there's something up with this guy because I think sex workers have that kind of instinct eh. Yeah, I think anyone would have that instinct na parang, wait, he just took a wrong turn, parang ganun. This is sketchy. He's a stranger. Yeah, so what happened here was, before Denise could do anything, he was attacked by this guy and she received 15 stab wounds. Uh, Fortunately, Denise was able to reach for a bottle near her feet and in self-defense, uh, she started like she started hitting the guy with the bottle that he has. So with that, she screamed as loud as she can, which is something that you really need to do if you're being yeah, attacked, yeah. right? So because she's screaming as loud as she can, uh, she started drawing attention to herself. And that ended up with a man helping her. So the man helped her and even got into the fight with the serial killer, with our VP voice serial killer. And but unfortunately he was able to flee the scene. Like nakatakasha don sa guy and kay Denise. But it's not actually sad because this injury would actually lead to his arrest. So even though he was able to get away, the man suffered great injuries on his face, which of course would require medical attention. Yeah, it probably requires stitches because it's a glass bottle. Yeah, it's a glass bottle. So a few minutes later, with the knees safe and in the hospital, a 911 call came. I'm all cut up. I got beat up. What's your apartment number? 208, I'm bleeding. 208, where are you bleeding from? From my arm, my face, my head. This call doesn't have his usual high-pitched crying sound, but it still say, but it still sounds the same with the previous phone calls. But on no doubt the it was the weepy voiced killer. Yeah, it's not. It, he's not crying on this call, right? Yeah, 
Probably because he got he got hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's not crying. But if you listen to it and if you compare it to the other recordings, you'd know that it's the same person. It's the same yeah. guy. Yeah, so that call led to his arrest. So he was asking for an ambulance because according to him, he was attacked by someone and his face is bleeding. And then uh, the 911 operator was able to connect this call to the attack that just happened to Denise Williams. So of course, the police are going to send the police, oh yeah, they're going to send an alert to the operators na baka merong guy with, ano mo yun, with like a ruined face na may sugat sa mukha, injury sa mukha, and report it back immediately. I think that's what they do. Sa, yeah, so, and when the 911 operator heard that information, he inst- she instant she was able to connect it to the, 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 the Denise William attack. And instead of an ambulance coming into the caller's house, police was also waiting for Surprise. him. Right there and then, they arrested the weepy voice killer and his name was Paul Michael Stefani. Yeah. So, like I said, it's going to be a short episode. But yeah, they arrested him and they charged him for murder. Actually, there's another victim na inamin yang pinatay niya. Pero what's weird about that victim is that nilunod niya yung victim na yon, uh, and he didn't make a phone call after killing that victim. Baka nakalimutan Which niya. is kind of nakalimutan niya. I think that's kind of medyo nagulat. I don't know. Medyo doubtful yung police if he really did that crime. Uh, Kasi nga, like I said, when you're a serial killer, you always do, meron kang constant yeah. na ginagawa dun sa crimes uh, mo. Parang may pattern talaga eh. Yeah, may pattern talaga. And yeah, I think he died because of cancer on 1998, on the year 1998. But yeah, well, I don't know. Yung recording niya would always be stuck in my fucking head. It's just really creepy. I don't want to hear it, it again, is. to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I said, I hate this episode. Anyways, so Josh, what do you find most creepy about this? I think it's the calls that he na ginawa niya after murdering or hurting someone. There's something creepy about it that I can't really put my finger. But once you try to listen to the calls, parang it's gonna creep you out. Yeah, definitely gonna creep you out. And it's not really about the crimes, eh, if you think about it. I mean, every day you hear people getting attacked in a brutal way. Or not every day, but it's not unusual na makakarinig ka ng mga tao getting attacked brutally. But what made this case very... Uh, what made this case stand out is yung 911 phone calls talaga. Yeah. Very fucked the call, up. Very the calls. Creepy. Yeah, the calls. And I think for me, what I find most creepy about this is like what I told you earlier. <laughs> like I said, I can imagine him stabbing someone ng napakaraming beses and he's, maybe he's crying while he's doing it. Yeah. I don't know. That sounds and I, I don't want I don't want to die that way. No one wants to die that way, yeah. <laughs> yeah, please please don't let me die that way. That's just creepy. Yeah, but I think the most important question here is why do you think he made those phone calls? I don't I think he just needed someone to tell it to kasi 'di ba minsan when you have done something bad, kasi hindi mo sinabi sa isang tao parang it's going to ah, bother yeah, you. Yeah, like he needs like an outlet. Parang he just needed to vent out. Yeah. Pero that's fucked up. Okay, what do you think? 
Um, I think this is uh i think this is an ego boost lang to be honest i mean we have the zodiac killer right i mean the zodiac killer he's known for sending out letters to the media to the police diba and i think this is the same thing this is the same thing na he just alam mo yun kasi serial killers like this one they get yung high they get yung satisfaction from the fact na they know na people are talking about them. People are wondering about them. So I think that's it. I think really it's just an ego boost. And like, I don't know. Yeah. It's I just feel bad for the victims. Kasi imagine losing your life because someone someone just wants to feel good about themselves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No one deserves that. Yeah, well, uh, you know, like serial killers are very fucked up. But yeah, fortunately, he died of cancer. He died of cancer in 1998. So that's and and nabigyan naman ng closure yung mga family ng victims niya. Yeah, so I think that's it. That's it for our sixth episode. Like I said, it's going to be a really short episode and we're both really creeped out right now because of this episode. So yeah, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you again on our next episode. Thank you.